As you may know, John and I are trying to grow our social media channels and we could use your help. Head over to YouTube, type in Dropship Breakthrough and hit that subscribe button and head over to Instagram, search Dropship Breakthrough and give us a follow and who knows, maybe we'll follow you back. Welcome to the Dropship Podcast, where you'll learn how to build and grow a high-ticket dropshipping business and hear stories from successful e-commerce entrepreneurs. Let's kick this thing off. Hey, welcome to the Dropship Podcast. Today is one of those times where John and I did some SEO work. Actually, it was a company doing some SEO stuff for us where they stumbled on a keyword I've actually never heard of before. Or maybe I just haven't heard it called this before, I think, is more likely because I've definitely heard of the the model. Uh, but we're answering you know, branded dropshipping versus high-ticket dropshipping. Obviously, we love high-ticket dropshipping on this channel for good reason. There is a 142 other podcasts where you can hear why. But let's talk a little bit about branded dropshipping and like what that actually looks like. To me, I've never heard it called branded dropshipping. Have you ever heard it called branded? John, what have you heard it called? Uh, well, I, I guess it's... Um in a sense, it's it's private labeling or, or white labeling, really. Um, I mean, I th- I th- those are the terms that I would have associated with this. I actually had to go to Google and research this one because too. you're right. I'd never heard it as well. I think it's probably come about because some bobos have been using it to describe certain things out on social media or something like that. But people are people are looking for this. So, to be fair, if we had to look it up, we should probably describe that. And even if you say private labeling, white labeling, I think that might go over. Uh, certainly some beginners have probably never heard those terms either. So maybe maybe we should describe what th- this actually looks like. I know I'm getting targeted every day, it seems like, by start your own supplement brand. Just slap your label on here. <laughs> I get targeted by that yeah. ad every day. Maybe you do too if you're researching business models. That's kind of what this is. It is. I mean, essentially speaking, it's it's putting your brand on the product before it gets goes to the customer, right? Now, Traditionally, in my mind, that's not actually drop shipping. Like for me, it had, it had never really been a thing that I'd, I'd I'd still associated that with a product that you would buy on bulk, right? Yeah, do you know what I mean? But same, same though, right? They're just drop shipping it for you. So this is yeah. you know like a contract manufacturer who found a new way to maximize revenue of saying, hey, we already make all of these supplements. We'll happily throw your brand on there and we'll mm. ship them out one by one if you're willing to try and sell them. I don't think I've ever seen this in high-ticket products before. No, I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I don't see it happening in the high-ticket space. I mean, I wouldn't rule out that there's someone somewhere, some supplier, manufacturer who who will do it. But, I mean, the reality is changing the branding on a high most high-ticket product, one, why would the brand want to do that in the first place? I mean, we're talking about... You know, if you're in the high ticket space, these brands, you know, they have millions of dollars of goodwill in their brand name, which is on their products. Like, why? What would be their motivation for putting your brand on the products just to help you? There's not really any, and they would have to change their entire manufacturing process, right? A lot of high ticket products, you know, the the brand is imprinted on the product. You can't just change that. It's not just like some cheap sticker that they're going to whack on it for you, and magically it's your product. You know what I mean? Like it's it's look around you. I mean, I'm sitting in a room, there's a camera there. It's got the brand imprinted on it. There's, I've got studio speakers here. The brand is like actually imprinted in the product and they're like a thousand dollars each speaker sort of thing. Right. Um, you can't private label that. Maybe you could put your brand name on the packaging or something, but that's not what we're talking about here. So I just don't see. to me, this sounds like low ticket drop shipping. 
yep. with your brand on the product. From really. possibly possibly U.S. supplier. Like if you're in the U.S., yeah. local supplier, yeah. low ticket drop shipping. That's, that's probably what I would call this. Yeah. And look, is that better than AliExpress drop shipping? Yeah. A little bit. A bit it yeah. is. But I mean, so you, you, that would, I suppose, cut out potentially some of the downsides of you know drop shipping things from somewhere like china for example um where maybe the manufacturing is less reliable the shipping is certainly going to be less reliable you can't quality check everything before it gets there those things are probably uh obviously the shipping is going to be better if it's coming from a, a us or, or a locally based supplier um so i think you know if we were saying is branded drop shipping you know, versus high ticket drop shipping. Well, I would say the answers are almost all going to be the same as you know what we would say in low ticket drop shipping versus high ticket drop shipping. You know, um, with the exception that um, uh, you know, various a couple of aspects are probably a bit better, like the shipping, for example. Maybe the quality of the products could could be not necessarily. Um, you know, it doesn't just because it's made in the USA it doesn't make it a fantastic product. But I've only um, seen this in supplements where it makes yeah. sense that I'm not going to go get supplements from China and sell them. I'm just not. Like, I know the quality is going to be off. I better be testing that when it gets over here. Uh, whereas most, and I'm not going to say all because it's definitely not the case, most U.S. manufacturers have to go through rigorous testing in order to sell products. Again, they're still skimping stuff there too. They're substituting things where you, you can't test for it. Um, I hesitate to give some examples on this podcast, but it definitely exists out there. Uh, so you're right. I think this is just low ticket drop shipping with a new name. Uh, perhaps you're giving a customer a better experience because it's not showing up in 40 days. It's showing up in shorter days. Uh, they're getting a product that hopefully looks nice. Uh, the, the ones I've been targeted for since I started looking into this are people who were like, they'll make the label for you. And their examples are horrendous. They're like so bad. They just want to get somebody to start doing this, which makes no sense to me. I'm not understanding why this is like a good idea for contract manufacturers. They How like of the hundreds of people who stumble into this and say, I'm going to start selling whatever vitamin D3 of those hundreds. Is there one that actually like turns us into a business and it's like fruitful for them? And if they're drop shipping, you don't have to like place a minimum order. There's no incentive here. So I'm, I'm not really sure why this exists or how this could be beneficial. I'm trying to think through a, a use case for this. Maybe if you're like a, a fitness influencer and you can get your own protein powder and get it started, I guess. I, I just don't understand it. I just want to jump in real quick here and say, if you've been thinking about getting started in the high ticket dropshipping space, maybe you've been thinking about joining the Dropship Breakthrough program, but you've got, if you're like most people, you've got some questions. You might have some things that are unresolved in your mind around whether this is the right thing for you to be doing right now, whether this is the right thing for you to be investing your time in and starting a business here. Well, I've got something that might help you. If you are in that situation, you can jump on a call with a member of our team here at Dropship Breakthrough. It might even be me or Ben to have a chat through those questions and help to help you work out whether high ticket dropshipping, being a member of Dropship Breakthrough, is the right thing for you to be doing right now. So all you need to do to do that is head to Dropship Breakthrough. That's one word, uh, breakthrough spelled B-R-E-A-K-T-H-R-U.com forward slash call. You'll find the link uh, in the show notes. Head there and that will take you to a page which has a booking calendar on it where you can find a time that works for you. It's a free half an hour call where you'll chat with a member of our team. Once again, could be me, could be Ben as well uh, about 
whatever you're thinking, whatever questions you have, whatever you'd, you'd like to work out so that you can then go away and determine whether this is the right thing for you to be doing. So go ahead, head to dropshipbreakthrough.com forward slash call and book your call in today. I mean, that, that would be that would be the thing for me. If, if I was like, I, I want to, I have an idea for a product that I want to sell. Um, that I love, like I, I want to build my own company, my own brand around this, but I, I don't know if it's, I, I want to test it first. I want to see if I can actually sell something very similar. Um, so I'll go out and find somebody who's already manufacturing it at, at a specification that I like. And once again, this is kind of easy with supplements, right? I mean, if you're going to sell vitamin D, it's going to be vitamin D. Yeah, you can have different amounts in the capsule or whatever, but and you could have different purities and it could come from different sources and all of that sort of thing, but it's going to be vitamin D of some sort in a, in a pill. So can you sell vitamin D if it's a supplement? Yeah, a good way to test that would be to just uh, whack your brand on somebody else's and see if people engage with your branding and your marketing yeah. and buy some stuff. If they do, then you can say, all right, well, now I'm going to go out and get it manufactured. I'm going to improve the formulation to, to whatever I thought I wanted to do in the first place. The bottle's going to still look the same and I can just start selling it that way. So I think there's probably... That that's a use case. Whether that extends into a lot of other products, like are there? Yeah, like you say, I, I honestly don't know how many manufacturers out there are doing this for other products. I've I've also definitely seen it in the supplement space, but are they doing it just for like I don't know some crappy little widget that's people have on their desk or something like a low ticket product? Maybe, uh, and and that would be a good a good way to test that product before you went out and got it manufactured and 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 bought on. Um, on mass, I suppose, but once again, I think if, if you if you are coming at it from the perspective of am I going to do this branded drop shipping or white labeling, private labeling versus high ticket drop shipping, uh, if we were comparing the two, then you've really got to be like in the space like they're very different, right? Just the marketing, like you're in the same space as low ticket dropshipping where nobody's looking for your product, right? So your marketing is got to going to be have to be really good. I mean, if you've already got an audience or something, this makes sense, right? Like you, like you said, if you're a fitness influencer, if you're, you know, if you're in a hobby space and you're a podcaster or you've got a YouTube channel that you could, and you've got an audience of people who also have that hob, that passion or that thing, and you want to monetize it, this could be a good way to test some product ideas out. If you can find the products that fit your audience, that somebody will, will white label or private label for you. I think that could work. But the end goal is you're going to actually have your own products manufactured on bulk to, that you're going to replace those dropship products with if it's on that that end. Um, but if if your plan was just to sit there and go, I'm just going to do branded dropshipping forever, um, yeah, I, I don't think that for me would be a particularly attractive prospect. And I do want to tie this back into high-ticket dropshipping. So, you know, back when I sold pellet grills, uh, John and I actually bought that back, by the way. So I, I, there's the emails are still in there. I had a folder of all of these manufacturers in China who had reached out to me and they were like, hey, we make Traeger, we make X, we make Y brands, we'll make yours too, right? So th there's going to be no shortage of that if you're in the dropshipping world and you're any good. And like that is actually an opportunity. I, like moving away from dropshipping has to be your goal at some point. Like uh, you can sell, you can be a retailer, but go look at every retailer in the United States. They're not branded drop shipping they're creating their own brand and stepping in front of the audience that they have so if you go to i think walmart's like supplement line is called equate um 
that's that's them private labeling i i off the top of my head i cannot remember uh targets um brands but again they have their own brands that they bring in and private label you should do the same thing you should start your high ticket drop shipping business go acquire the audience that you have which is going to require you to move away from ads a little bit and move into more generic terms but uh, go acquire that audience and now build a better product give a shit about the customer uh don't just white label some shit give a shit about them and make a better product and put that in front of them and now you have started your own brand which is going to grow exponentially as well now you have two different assets you have the retail version you have the brand version uh this is something i was able to do at one of the businesses i was part of two of the businesses i was part of actually in fact we acquired one of the brands we were selling which is a whole nother avenue both of these topics i think i could go like onto their own podcast and probably go on rants about this there's a section in our course where i'm kind of looking for a volunteer to help them do this so that we can show this off to our students as well. Uh, but the idea is in there. And so look, I, I think John's right. This is low ticket dropshipping. If you have an audience, maybe this makes sense. Again, I still think you should pivot quickly away from this into your own brand, into your own, um, possibly your even your own version. Uh, D3 is not a good example because you're, you're buying 1000 IU, 2000 IU, 5000 IU, 10,000, whatever that is. Right. Uh, but there's going to be some other, um, versions that you can, you know, mix up slightly, uh, and make them your own version so that you're not just white labeling. So you're not just, uh, another thing on the market, but you should have your own audience. You should be able to like talk directly to the person you serve, which is going to make your brand different already. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know if anyone listening to this is, is them. Um, and even then, even then, if I'm a fitness influencer, doesn't it make way more sense to sell fitness products that are not, I don't know, supplements are the, the rage because they're recurring. I get it. I'd probably do both if I'm dead honest with you. I would find the high ticket fitness products, the low, the middle ticket fitness products and the low ticket. And I would do it all. And I would use my audience as my traffic driver. I wouldn't probably wouldn't even run ads. You know what I mean? Uh, and so I don't know. High ticket is clearly the winner here for me, but I do see some use cases for this as, as far as like comparing it to maybe we should have done branded dropshipping versus AliExpress dropshipping because I think those two are more similar than uh, what we teach and, and what branded dropshipping is. Thanks for listening to the Dropship Podcast. You can find all the show notes for this episode at dropshippodcast.com. And if you're ready to take the next step in your dropshipping journey, we invite you to join us inside Dropship Breakthrough, where John and I will walk you through step-by-step in starting your own high-ticket dropshipping e-commerce business. But that's not all. Dropship Breakthrough will also teach you everything you'll need to know to grow your business and take it to the next level. So head over to dropshipbreakthrough.com and sign up for our free training that will help you take the first steps towards building and growing your own profitable high-ticket dropshipping business.